everyone, welcome back to the fourth annual collection of 31 amazing horror movies in October we lovingly call the Halloween Screamathon. I am your host Otis, and tonight I am joined by Katie. Hi. And we are re-reviewing, reviewing, slash, the 2016 American independent slasher film, Terrifier. There is no tagline. Clowns are terrifying. Yeah, that works. <laughs> yeah, it works. Hit that music. The squad is working in the lab late one night when their eyes beheld in eerie sight. For the horror movie list began to grow in size, and suddenly, to their surprise, they watched them all. Here was the scream of With no lights on, all frozen, no cause. Happy Spookies, everyone. This is episode 29 of our annual 31 movie marathon so we're close to the end of this bad boy so i know someone out there is probably gonna say but otis you already reviewed this movie you, you did this by yourself yes episode 84 of everything that we have done here is me reviewing terrifier but that was just me and that was when i man it's been a while but yeah that was when i did episodes by myself but it's well, kind of that was just like a random Oops, no one was available <laughs> to join you. Because that would have been, what, the second annual Screamathon? Yeah. yeah. There's a couple of episodes I did by myself. But yeah, I get what you're saying. But but yeah, so I found this creepy-ass clown film called Terrifier. And from what I saw of the comments, everyone was saying that this is a stupid graphic film. And it's full of craziness and kills and thrills. And I watched this, and it's funny. Episode 84, this was... Two years ago, I think. Mm -hmm. Me then, I've seen some crazy things. But now, coming from where I am now, seeing it now, and I'm like, okay, that's not that bad. That's pretty hardcore. But this movie has attributed me saying, that's not that bad to other movies. And people are like, that's crazy. I'm like, no, that's not that bad. (laughs) You haven't seen Terrifier. That's some wild stuff. And scenes in this movie, I legit put my hand to my mouth and said, oh, Lord. And watch, still watched it. I didn't like throw up or shit myself, but I was just like, that's a lot. That is absolutely a lot. And so going back, I've always wanted to show people this movie. And I think I've prepared my friends and family to a good enough level because the second movie has come out and we're going to review that one. And apparently people have gone into the theaters to watch the second one and people have fainted. And thrown up watching this movie. So this is very much a... You gotta be ready. This can't be your first scary movie ever. That's a silly, silly thing. This Just like with Chillerama, like we did earlier. This is a film you kind of gotta get into. This can't be your first one. If you like slashers and horror movies and stuff like that, you'll have a great time with this movie. It's a crazy one, but it's really good. So this movie, it stars, stars... The murderous clown, Mime, named Art the Clown. So this isn't his first movie. He was in a couple of appearances before this. All Hallows Eve was his first big just showing, but he was actually in a short film even before that. But All Hallows Eve is just short stories, and I've seen, I want to say half of it, but... it's it's good. It's good. It's not the same person playing art. It's someone else. And so it's just 
I don't know. It didn't feel absolutely the same. Didn't feel as good. But it is the same director, which is yes. cool. Yes, yes. Uh, Damien Leone. So he's he's been involved with this. Uh, he is an amazing director. I've seen interviews with him. He does everything. And we've seen movies, just like Benny Loves You, where the director does everything. And he's another person. He doesn't have assistants and stuff. And it's funny, one interview, one of the actresses said that if she could change one thing or add something to it, if they had like you know big big money production money, is get him an assistant. He does all the makeup because he is a a practical effects guy. So Tom Savini is like one of his like favorite people. The Sex Machine man, Sex Machine's out here making people just be awesome. So he does the makeup for art and other people, and then does all the directing and writing and producing. And then at the end of the day, he's the one that gets all the makeup off of people. And so he's there all day. And then he's looking at the scenes and trying to fix them and maybe have to do stuff. So he has worked super hard to get where he is with this character and this world. And I really applaud him because he's put so much effort into this. So Art the Clown, it's he's a mime. Silent character. And they actually aim for silent because a ton of the big villains out in the world, they are Quiet. Michael Myers, quiet. Jason, quiet. Now, he, he did say that, you know, some of the big ones like Freddy and Chucky, they do talk. But he wanted to aim for a character that didn't have to rely on the jokes, but had to rely on the physicality and their face to give off, like, the coolness. Because Art is a very cool character in a very weird way, because he is killing the shit out of people. But it's just his, his facial reactions and how he moves and stuff. So David Howard Thornton plays Art the Clown. He uh, did some mime work, so he knows what he's doing. And he actually owes a lot of credit to the actor that played Robbie Rotten on Lazy Town. I can't remember what it was. The, he was an understudy for him for a musical. And he got to really sit down and work with him. And yeah, and the credits, you know, he, he says, thank you, you know, Robbie Rotten is that. So he tells people, if you watch episodes of Lazy Town, that's that's Art the Clown right there, man. Like he took all his cues from, from Robbie Rotten, which I think is really creepy and cool because Robbie's very much a physical, like funny person. So. so for the uninitiated, Terrifier is just the first one for sure. It's very simple story wise. It's about two ladies coming home or trying to get home from a party on Halloween night, and they are beset by Art the Clown, and that's kind of it, and a lot of things happen, a lot of people get murdered in between, but it's just people trying to survive Halloween night from a clown that has a trash bag full of weapons, and he is wanting to kill. The, the end. That's it. So, Katie... What did you think about Terrifier? Uh, two thumbs up for just incredible acting um, done by what David Howard Thornton as the as Art the Clown. Just incredible his facial expressions and ability to convey just different emotions through just his wild ass clown mouth is crazy. Um, he did so fucking good. And like Otis kind of mentioned earlier, 
This series of movies, not just this movie, but also especially its sequel, it is not for horror beginners. If Otis had shown this movie to me in the first year of the Halloween Screamathon, like the first month, um, I don't know that I'd still be here participating in this. Because <laughs> this shit is wild. But, you know, if you are a seasoned horror fan, you'll love it. Like, this is right up your alley. It is definitely body horror. There is some wild ass shit happening in this film. But it is great. Yeah, I first time I watched it, and the director, Damien Leone, he said that this since this movie is so underground, cheap, you know, he was trying to find a way to get people to draw him in. And he's like, what would I want to see from a cheap, shitty horror movie that would draw me in more than the high-produced ones? And it's he thought about it, and he's like, it was the kills. I have to give people what they what they can't see in other films and the kills. And it, it's, it's a mess. It, he definitely did that. It's an absolute mess what they show. And in the second movie, it gets worse. And he was actually tasked of making a more ridiculous kill than the hacksaw scene, which if we'll talk about it. Yeah. If bit. anybody talks about terrifier, they always bring up the scene with the saw. So yeah, this, this, series it's really really cool and i am so happy that it's getting like major eyes on it because if you told me years ago that terrifier the movie with the creepy clown killing people would be on the news because people are fainting and throwing up and and just losing their minds in the theaters and people like i gotta see that i wouldn't have believed you it just that that tiny movie with the creepy clown is getting big and they're doing interviews and they're going to comic cons and they're doing all these interviews now and damien leone has said that he has ammo for terrifier three and a four if it gets to that but he said he's aiming for a trilogy that's what he wants to do and go from there but he understands that if all three of them are good to him someone's gonna be like give me give me more and he's gonna be like yeah yeah here's some more so mm -hmm. i it's fun it's fun I will say in this movie, if you are aiming for a scary movie with some plot and development and characters you can lean on, you're not getting it in this first one. This ain't the one. This is just, it, it, it's like if you're doing like a, this is really niche, but if you're doing like a one shot in like D&D &D and it's like, oh, you're a fighter. What's my name? Fighter. Fighter number one. And then we're fighting this bad thing in this room right here. But it's some of the most fun you had. But you're like, I don't even remember my name in this. What was the bad guy's name? I don't mm -hmm. know. It's just, I had a great time. It wasn't much story-wise, mm. but it's a great journey. So, yeah. It, yeah. The entire plot of this film is basically, wild-ass clown kills people. Where did this clown come, come from, you may ask? We don't know. Why is this clown killing people? I don't know. Who are these people he's killing? I don't know. That's it. It's just, yeah. <laughs> it's just wild ass clown kills people. That's the whole plot of this film. <laughs> yeah, it, it it's a fun there, one, but there's, yeah, there's no development. <laughs> yeah, there's no character arc. <laughs> yeah. So we'll we'll get through this uh, pretty quick story, and we'll talk about the kills, if anything. 
and then we'll go over favorite least favorite characters and stuff that'll be probably pretty quick so the movie starts with a tiny little tv and we see monica brown she's a talk show host and she's interviewing this disfigured woman and she survived a massacre that took place last halloween and she's the only one that survived the assault from art the clown and so it's like oh okay okay so he's been around he's been doing this for a little bit and apparently he was in the morgue and he disappeared and she's talking to the to the lady monica and the lady's like no he's dead i know he's dead and it's like i don't understand what this is i saw him die and then Whoever's watching this tiny little TV kicks the TV and it explodes. And then you see the person filling up a garbage bag full of just anything sharp. And it actually is sharpening the blades. We see a hatchet getting sharpened. Multiple scalpels. And then we see a weapon. The scalpels are like put on strings too. Yeah. So I we- thought it was making, whatever it was, was making like a scalpel mobile. Like that would go... Like, above a baby's crib? That's what it kind of looked like when it was being made. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, and so that weapon, it's actually a cat of nine tails in another interview. Someone asked David Howard Thornton, what's your favorite weapon that Art's used? And he's like, the cat of nine tails. And a cool, fun fact about that weapon, that the scalpels and knives and scissors that are attached to it, it isn't tied by rope. It's actually hair from the people he kills. He uses the hair and ties it up in rope form to make this cat of nine tails. So it's this clown's got a lot of time on his hands. Yeah, and so he said that that weapon has so much personality because all the strips are different ha- colors of hair, and it's just gross and scary. And he's like, he loves that weapon. So it pops up in the second movie because he's like, yeah, it has to be in it because it's like his like coolest weapon. So we see. It's Art the Clown, (laughs) and he's preparing the bag for more fun. So after the interview, Monica's talking to her boyfriend, and she says that during the interview that she kind of made some shitty remarks to the survivor, and survivors started freaking out, and so they had to kind of shut down the interview, but she's excited because she's going to get a ton of uh, views because of this, and you know, it's like... You know, man, you should have saw her face. If I ever look like that, I, you have my permission to kill me. I don't ever want to look like that and blah, yeah, blah, blah. Yeah, she was talking major shit on this girl who's been through some serious fucking thing. Yeah. Like, her face, yes, her face was tore up. But, like, you don't make fun of somebody for that. You're just like, oh, that's their face. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's pretty fucked up. At the beginning of the interview, the lady, she seemed pretty calm about it. She was like, yeah, I've been through some shit. And a lot of the time, I do feel like I want to die, but I'm trying my best. And then, you know, after a couple of shitty comments, you know, she, like, slams her hand on the table. And so, we find out that the disfigured woman, she's been eavesdropping this whole time. And just jumps on Monica and gouges out her eyes and fucks her up. And then laughs like a crazy person. And then we get the credits. And I was like, oh, shit. So, even at the beginning, when I was watching this movie, I'm like, okay, she's gonna, like, choke her and then kill her. And she's like, oh, she's, like, ru- like ripping her face apart. Oh, her eye popped out. Oh, okay, shit, that's that kind of movie. Okay, okay, okay. So, Halloween night. We meet up with two friends, Tara and Don. And they're leaving a Halloween party, and they're stu- super drunk, and they're wandering back to Don's car. And so, 
Tara's like, no, you shouldn't drive, Don. You're fucked up. And then they see a clown walking down the street with a trash bag. And he seems to be in his own world, just minding his business. And then Don starts yelling at the guy because Tara's like, hey, look at that crazy clown over there. And she's like, my friend likes you. Hello. And then Art stops and he looks at both of them. And then a little smile on his face. And then he just kind of waves. And it's like, well, he knows what he wants now. So unfortunately. So the two girls realize that they need to get some food before they drive off. Because they're super drunk. That's good. Instead of just getting on the road and swerving and dying. So they make it to a pizza shop close by. It was going to be a hamburger shop, but it just didn't work out. So they made it a pizza shop. And uh, Damien Leone, he said that. He actually loved the scenes in the pizzeria because that was like the one place that had heating and it was inside and not, and it wasn't just outside and in a dirty like warehouse. So they actually enjoyed being in the pizzeria. So they sit down and they get themselves some slices of pizza and then Art the Clown pops up and follows them into the pizzeria. He sits across from them and is just looking at Tara, just burning, just hit holes into her body with his eyes and don sees this and she actually goes over the art and sits in his lap and tries to get him to take some selfies with her he is just ignoring don he just is looking at tara and just he's got a mean look on his face so don like turns his head toward her and messes with his hat now he finally looks at don and he does not look happy that this lady is touching him and he just looks at her, and then they take some pictures, and she sits back down. And she tells Tara, like, don't worry about that freaky-ass clown. Like, it's, he's harmless, you know? I just fucked with him. He didn't do anything to me. So we see that Art gets up, and he actually does some funny quotation mark things toward Tara. He grabs a quarter and then goes to one of the machines, and he pulls out a little ring and he goes down to one knee like he wants to marry Tara. Don's like, oh, he's trying to marry you. And she's like, I don't, I don't want to be close to this person. And he's trying to make her laugh, making faces and stuff. And then finally, he goes over and goes to the restroom. And so Tara is super freaked out about all of this. And she wants to leave. It makes sense. And then we hear that the owner of the pizzeria, he's like, get the fuck out of here, you freaky ass clown. And kicks him out. And so the owner's like, hey, don't worry. That dude, he's weird as fuck. But, you know, I'll, I'll make sure he doesn't mess with you or anything like that. And so they get up and head toward the car. We see that Art went to the restroom and decided to just shit everywhere. This, this boy has some issues. And then he wrote his name and poop on the wall. And he pooped everywhere except the toilet, it seems. He aimed for everything except the water <laughs> and actually when he's getting dragged out he's laughing quietly laughing about his his work in there pooping everywhere <laughs> it's like what a dickhead so they make it back to the car and don's car the tires have been slashed well no the tires are flat and so don's like man maybe i hit like a nail or something and like no no you didn't so they're freaking out and tara calls her sister vicky to come pick them up and so she's working well she's studying for a big test she's got coming up but she's like well i got a test in a couple of hours but I, I can come get you guys that's fine and so while they're waiting tara realized that she's got to pee real bad and she don't want to just 
go to a dark corner and pee like everybody else would, she wants to go inside. And so she finds a pest control worker, Mike, and asks him if she can come into the apartment building that he's working on, these restrooms. So she's disappears inside. So at this point, we go back to the pizzeria. One of the boss's workers is yelling about he should get time and a half. He's pissed off because he's cleaning up shit and he shouldn't have to. And I feel him on that. And he's upset and he's yelling for the boss and he can't hear the boss anymore. He goes to the front side of the pizzeria and he sees the boss. Well, he sees his head and it has been, I guess, carved out like a pumpkin and there's candles on the inside of his head and he sees the clown. He's like, oh, holy shit. And so he's trying to get away. He grabs for a phone to call the cops, 911, and Art comes in with a gigantic knife and chops his hand in half. So the guy goes down and Art stabs him so much in the face, just fucks this guy up. It's, it's like I said, all the kills. It's not like Jason or Michael Myers with a... In the newer Michael movies, he does stab a lot and the kills are getting creative. Old ones, he'll stab you once or twice. And when you stop moving, he moves on. He's like, well, I killed this person. Art is like, nah, two stabs ain't enough. I'm going to stab you 22 times and carve your face off and rip off fingers and eat stuff because I got to make sure you're dead. And he kind of enjoys it. (laughs) So Dawn is listening to the radio and she hears on the radio that... The two guys at the pizzeria were brutally murdered minutes ago, and people are on the lookout for a person wearing clown makeup, and his name is Art the Clown, and watch out, if you've if you've seen him, please call the police, and she's like, holy shit, you know, I was sitting in that dude's lap, and then the passenger door opens, and she's like, Tara, we gotta get the fuck out of here, she looks over, it's Art the Clown smiling, and so Don gets snatched up. Makes all types of sense. So, Tara, she goes to pee, and she finds a homeless lady, and she lives, I guess, behind this apartment complex, or around it, and she's chilling with her little infant child. It's a doll, but she's just living her own world, and she's like, oh, are you a new tenant in the apartment building? And Tara's like, yeah, yeah, I I live here now. And she's like, well, it's good to see you. We should... Do laundry together, you know? Ladies gotta stick together. And she's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I'll be right back. I gotta talk to the people in charge of the apartment complex. I'll be back. And she's like, okay. And she's heading back toward the car. She's like, that was really weird. And then she goes around a corner and stops and sees Art. And Art is just frozen with a smile on his face looking at her. And it's like 10 seconds of just frozen. And he just starts running at her. So Tara (laughs) runs the fuck off and so we get ourselves a cat and mouse situation and Tara seems to be doing pretty good hiding from him and stuff and they fight a couple of times and Tara gets one of her legs like uh around the Achilles tendon like Art stabs a scalpel through her leg and he is just like carving on the inside of her leg and so she gets him off and fights him a couple of times and then she's running to the to Mike the the cleaner the the pest control worker on the inside but he has earphones in and Tara gets gets a syringe to the neck knocked out and so Art drags her back to his 
I don't know, little room, I guess. <laughs> so Tara is taped down to a chair and Art shows where he put Don. So Don is suspended upside down from the ceiling naked. And apparently Damon Leone, he said that this was an actual torture method back in the day. I think he inside the Dark Ages. I forgot which time period. But they would do this to people because it hurt a lot and you would stay alive for a pretty long time if the people knew what they were doing. So, Art grabs a hacksaw and proceeds to cut Dawn in half with the hacksaw from her crotch to her head. And, man, it's crazy. I didn't think that was going to be what was happening. But, yeah, just straight carves her in half and Donna I mean Tara's like holy shit you know and she breaks free and Art is like wow that was fun that was a lot of work and starts walking toward Tara and he's like that's your turn and Tara escapes and they fight and she's actually getting some pretty good hits on him he pulls out the cat of nine tails and slices her up pretty good but she gets like a two by four and beats the shit out of Art and then she does the way to face thing, and she's like, get up, get up, and she's letting him kind of get up and then hitting him again, and he's fucked up. Unfortunately, she was giving him too much time, and he reached on one of his ankles and pulls out a gun. So at this point, it made me laugh, and Katie laughed too, because you never see a killer except Scream in the later Scream movies, the killers would actually have guns on them because they realize like, oh man, this is kind of wild here. I'm like trying to kill like 10 people and they all have guns. I should have a gun. So Art shoots her like in the thigh and she goes down and then he shoots her in the cheek on her face and then he's out of bullets. And so he looks at the gun and he does this like soundless sigh and goes back to his trash bag and finds another fucking clip of bullets puts it in walks back over to her and unloads on her face just turns her face into fucking lasagna and i was like holy shit and i was confused i was like i thought she was gonna be the the final girl like because they put so much effort into her saying like i don't want to do this i want to go home and all this stuff but kind of like with death proof where we meet the girls up front and then they die and you're like oh well fuck you're not the hero of this movie. That's so weird. And so around this time, Don's phone goes off because Tara's phone ran out of, of power. And so we see that Vicky is close by. And Vicky is like, hey, where are you guys at? And Art texts back, hey, come to the backside of the, the building. The Tara's sick back here. And so she's like, okay. She heads toward the back. And so while this is happening... We see Art, he meets up with Mike, the pest control guy, bops him in the head with a hammer, and then breaks his phone while another person is calling him. The cat lady, that's the homeless lady, she sees Art and freaks out and sees the dead body, so she's trying to avoid him, and she meets up with Mike before he gets bopped in the head, and so she's like, hey, there's a crazy person over there. So Art actually gets her baby, her doll, and is holding it the cat lady's like don't hurt my baby i'll do anything and then she like hugs art and art kind of hugs her back and so they sit there and they're just cradling each other so art's actor david 
he said that this scene with the cat lady, her pleading to Art to, like, don't hurt her baby, it actually made him cry because it was really sad because she's, like, not all there. And then this crazy dude is, like, taking the one thing in her life that she absolutely loves and it's like, nah, this is mine now. So he was like, it's a really sad scene. So we see Vicky. She sees, it looks like Tara's on the ground injured. To us, we're like, no, she got, like, ten bullets in the head. But she sees a dark-haired lady on the ground. She runs up. It's not Tara. It's Art. Oh, my God. He's naked. And he cut the breasts off the cat lady and her scalp. And so (laughs) it's a Buffalo Bill situation. Actually, this scene, he's, like, walking like Buffalo Bill, walking around, strutting like a lady. You know, using his hips and stuff. And he's laughing. He thinks it's the funniest thing in the world to look like a lady or trick somebody. He's like, I'm not a woman. Ha ha. So Vicky is running from Art. And she crawls into this closet in this office room. And Art walks in and instantly is like, oh, you're in there. And he is pointing at her. And she can, like, look at him from the inside looking out. And he's pointing at her. He's like, you're you're dumb, bitch. I'm going to kill you. And he starts jiggling on the door. At this point... Mike's friend, uh, the other co-worker, honks his horn until he's like, where the hell is Mike? So Art scoots off to deal with him. So he gets inside of the building and he's looking around and then Art stabs him in the top of his head with a knife and uses another knife to saw his head off and then like just throws the head away. He's like, meh, I don't need this anymore. And then finds himself a tricycle. And he is scooting around with the tricycle. So <laughs> there's a scene. Someone asked him in an interview, what about the, you know, the silly scenes or the, the, the outtakes? And the director said that a couple of the outtakes they leave in, like on the tricycle when Art falls. And so you see him doing circles in the tricycle and he just falls over. And because he's like, yeah, he's wearing these oversized shoes. And David Howard Thornton is a tall guy. So him sitting on a tricycle is very, very stupid looking. And so he's like, he tried his best and then he like kind of hit something and fell over. They left it in because it was you know, hilarious. You know, Art would do that. So at this point, Vicky is trying her best to fight. And then he pulls out that cat of nine tails and he's swinging on Vicky. And so Vicky's taking hits and she gets away from him. And at this point of the movie, it's just about Art does some attacking, Vicky will get a good hit on him, and instead of just finishing the job, she runs off, because I guess she's terrified about this, you know? So, she's getting her ass kicked by Art, and looks like this is gonna be the end, because she's not getting up. Mike comes in and knocks Art unconscious with a, I think a fire extinguisher, hits his ass in in the back of the head. So they go down, and Mike calls 911, and then Art pops back up, kills Mike. He gets him down to the ground, and stomps his head in, just like in Halloween Kills, when Mike smushed that one cop's face in with his foot. He just stomps down and turns it into just, hell, I don't know, lasagna. I'm going to say lasagna again. Everything looks like lasagna when <laughs> smushed up. <laughs> so Vicky, she gets into a garage, and Art can't get to her because it's chained down. But he can kind of get his arm in there, and he grabs like a, a horn, and he's honking a shav it in her face, and he disappears. Vicky gets to the gate and she's looking out and she sees lights come on and then a truck full speed rams into the door and it hits her. So we hear police sirens in the background 
But Art, he's listening to crazy, like, fusion jazz in the car, and he's, like, snapping his fingers, like, jamming. He's vibing to the music. He gets out, comes up to Vicky, and he, like, smells her face, and he, like, licks her blood. And then, as she is knocked out, he starts to eat her face. He is destroying her face, just eating it. And police come in, and the police are like, put your hands up, you sick son of a bitch. And Art puts up his left hand and like, put your right hand up. And Art's like, he like actually rolls his eyes, pulls out the gun, turns around, shoots himself in the head. He puts the gun in his mouth and shoots the gun off before the cops can get him. So they discover that Vicky isn't dead. Like, holy shit, she survived all of this. So Art's body's taken to a morgue along with just about everybody else. And they tell the examiner, like, hey, man, you're in for a long day at this point. Because <laughs> this son of a bitch killed all these people and he was eating this person's face. And so have fun with this. So the examiner unzips Art's body bag. And for question reasons, and maybe we'll find out in the second movie why he comes back. But Art is reanimated. He comes back to life and strangles the examiner. So... We jump to one year later, and we see Vicky. She is released from the hospital. And they're like, hey, she's been through some stuff, but with rehabilitation, she seems to be doing good. It's like, I'm, I'm happy for your work you've done. She's like, I feel better, doctor. Thank you so much. And then the camera zooms around to her face. It's the same lady from the beginning of the movie. So they played a little trick. I'll tell you a little trick about time. So at the beginning, when you see this person with the scarred face, I was thinking like, okay, Art's been doing this for a while and then he disappeared. Okay. And then he, now he's come back. Nah, it's just a big old circle. And so the entire movie took place the year before. And then th that's it. That's where the movie leaves us. Art is now back with maybe some spooky powers or he just came back from the dead. So Katie, who was your favorite character in Terrifier? Art the Clown. I don't usually choose the killer in these in this instance because, you know, what does that say about <laughs> a person if they choose the killer? But Art the Clown was fucking wild. And like I said earlier, his facial expressions and everything, just the overall acting put into Art the Clown in this movie is incredible. Um, the makeup is terrifying and his mannerisms are terrifying. He did everything that he needed to do to make you scared of his character. And I think it was just fucking great. What about you? I wrote down Art. He was the best part of this movie. And if you didn't know, he, he really is the star of this movie. Absolutely. And they show him off. And he's the bad guy. And there's not that many different series where it is like that. Well, no. I think a lot of the big horror movie stars, when they get to a certain point, people do want to just see more of them just like with these newer halloween movies people were just like i just want to see more michael just i know you have to give us heroes and stuff and people and their drama and stuff and that's cool i guess whatever but can we just get more michael and then yeah yeah uh freddy movies after a while people realize that i just like seeing freddy on screen throw a pun about somebody and call him a bitch and then cut him in half like that's all i really want to see and so the further we get into the series it's just more and more freddy and then you're like, oh, yeah, you have to lose at some point, Freddy. Oh, yeah, I forgot you're the bad guy of this story. So Art instantly had that type of appeal where I was like, 
he's going to lose at some point because it's a movie. Like, the, the villain has to lose or something happens, he's incapacitated. That it just That's just life. But up until that journey, I was like, he's really cool in a weird way. And it's funny, uh, David Howard Thornton said that Art's just a lovable scamp. In the interview, it's like, I guess you can say he's a scamp. He's like, he's a scamp. <laughs> he's like, he's not doing scamp-worthy things. He's a crazy person. Like, yeah, yeah, but he's a lovable scamp. <laughs> but no, it's he's so cool. Really. So, Katie, who is your least favorite character? There's a lot. <laughs> I have three least favorite characters in this movie. Um, and, yeah. So... Number one, uh, Monica, the newscaster, she is absolute doo-doo. Like, don't just, don't talk shit on people's appearances, one. Uh, Two, don't talk shit behind people's backs. Get your eyes gouged out. The end. Uh, Then I didn't like Dawn, the best friend, because she was wild the whole fucking movie. Like, I understand that you are a drunk girl, after a party, but you should still have more common sense than to antagonize a random dude on the street. Just like you both are in slutty clothes, like for Halloween, and you chose to like catcall at a creepy ass giant clown guy. Um, that's idiotic. And you know, going and sitting in his lap, the pizza parlor, like you were just making fucking dumbass decisions. And then uh, my last one is Vicky, uh, Victoria, the sister. She also sucked. I did like the reveal that it was her, uh, like the time jump reveal being it, that it was her that like ate off Monica's face, but I couldn't, I didn't like her character at all. Yeah. I, I just wrote everyone else. Yeah. I liked Tara. I liked her, I <laughs> that guess. That was it. But when she was fighting Art and putting him down, and she's like, get up, you son of a bitch. I was like, no, just keep swinging. And she was trying to give him a fair fight, even though he's got, like, all these bag of weapons and she's got a two-by-four. She was trying to make it a fair fight. And giving him time to get up got her shot because he pulled out a gun, which I thought was very absurd to have on him. But he's like, hey, man, just in case, I might get my ass kicked out here. I might need a gun. <laughs> that is my qualm with all horror movies, is that people never act, like never go in for the kill shot or the second shot, the double tap. Everyone's like, oh, yeah, I hit him in the head. He's down. I'm good. I'll just make fun of him and stand here until he fucking sits back up like the Undertaker and chases me down the hall again. Yeah. But, no. <laughs> yeah, I, I get it. They probably haven't been through something like this, and they just don't want to fight. And it looked like Tara didn't want to fight at all. She was just forced to. But no, you, you got him on the ropes. Keep swinging, you know. But If I ever got caught in a situation like this, I am committing the highest degree of murder. Like, <laughs> it's not like, oh, I hit him once. Let me run away. No. I am beating this man until he is unrecognizable. Like, fuck all of that. Yeah. No, I'm good. I'm absolutely good on that. So so let's do seven word synopsis. I only have one, but I think it's a good one. So he's murderous, but damn it, is he funny? This whole movie, he is completely silent and it's just his face. Another scene that they left in is uh, there's one moment where Vicky stabs his foot with a like a, a railroad nail, a railroad spike. And he's like, ah, shit, silently, like in pain. And she gets away. 
And then he gives her the finger as she's running away. It's such a silly thing for a bad guy to do. And that was just, he just did that after a scene. So That moment was very Freddy Krueger. Yeah. Uh, the director said cut. And then he just gave her the finger because he just, I don't know, it, the scene's over. But he was still filming. And then everyone laughed. And then later on when he was editing, he saw it again and people were laughing. He's like, fuck it, I'm going to leave it in and see if people laugh. Yeah. Everybody laughed when they saw it. I was like, that's really funny of him to do. He's like, you bitch, I'm going to get you. <laughs> He's just so mad about it. He's like, my foot hurts now. <laughs> Katie. Face stomped by giant clown shoes? Brutal. And then art with the pistola in the garage. <laughs> yeah, that it, it makes me laugh every time. Because like I said when before. he takes out the gun. There's not that many bad guys that use guns, so... I just laugh. It catches me off guard every time, you know. Even with his trash bag full of sharp things, even though that bag should be cut open at some point, because it's just full of pokey ends. Yeah. But he has a gun, just in case, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's the real MVP of this movie, is that fucking, like, glad, unbreakable garbage bag <laughs> that was carrying fucking scalpels and scissors and like fucking swords and knives and shit and just yeah. didn't break yeah as he lugged it all over this town yeah and then just place it down and just oh, oh get, let me go into my bag <laughs> so that's his thing and it's crazy so this film came out march 15th 2018 it actually came out a little bit earlier october of 2016 and so it did the rounds uh the Ride horror show it's in colorado oh, the telluride telluride horror show and i want to go to this film festival because apparently it just keeps showing some of the coolest stuff and so it showed it there and people were like holy shit this is crazy and then it got picked up and it did a limited theatrical release but i don't think not enough but it did have a budget so what do you think the budget was for this movie I guessed one dollary do because the graphics and stuff or the prosthetics and makeup in the kills were incredible. So I assumed it cost quite a bit. So the budget was a hundred thousand dollary dinks. That is fucking incredible that they did this shit for a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. That's it, wild. It makes sense when you don't have to hire a lot of people to do it because David... Uh, not David, uh, Damien Leone did everything. So yeah. it's like, I'm saving that's, money. That's fucking wild. I guess at the cost of sleep. <laughs> yeah, for sure. He didn't sleep for ages, but that's fucking wild. Yeah, they did a lot. God so damn. I couldn't find a box office, and that's reasonable because this was a movie that popped up a little bit and then didn't really have a showing. The next movie, part two, for sure has a box office. Spoilers, it did great. So... Let's do minority kill count. That's a big old zero. Yeah. Chuck, everybody's white and they got killed. Yeah. So the number is still 264 and a Tito turtle in a house full of vampires. So do you have anything else to say about Terrifier? This movie is really good. And if you want to watch the second movie in theaters, you should definitely watch this one first. Uh, that's part of why we're reviewing this one, actually, is so that we can also review the second one, because I hadn't seen this one yet, so I needed the backstory before we jumped into the sequel, so go check this movie out. Um, but like we warned you at the beginning, this is not for people who have never seen a horror film, 
okay? This is for people who have watched and regularly watch horror films. This will make the average person throw up. <laughs> like, this is not meant for people who are not used to seeing blood and guts and gore, okay? Don't show it to your friend who's like, oh, yeah, I once liked, you know, Hotel Transylvania. That's my speed. Don't fucking show them this. Yeah. You're a bad friend if you show them this. Don't do that. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> this one's rough, but it's good, but it's a rough one. And it only gets rougher from here because Damien Leone, he's like, oh, you guys like the first one? You want more? Okay. And they're just going to ramp it up. Uh, there was one kill that him and uh, David, Art the Clown, were talking through, and they were like, man, this is kind of fucked up. <laughs> and the director said, like, it, it kind of made my stomach hurt a little bit while we were doing it, and, like, you know, viewing it. He's like, this is kind of really bad, but he's like, hey, this, this is what they want. So it, it's a great one. It, it's wild. So with that, that is the end of this episode. So if you have any other cool fun facts about Arch Clown or, I don't know, Cat of Nine Tails, you can tweet us at AllentownPod. We have an email that is AllentownPresents.gmail.com. We have a Facebook app. So that is episode 29 in the books. In the pocket. Out of sight. So we have two more episodes, and it's not a secret anymore. The next episode, tomorrow night, we are doing Terrifier 2 the hot movie that's still out and still making people throw up so we'll see if me and katie will make it through and not throw up on ourselves i won't eat chili while we're watching it so we'll see how it goes and then we're gonna do halloween ends and then that will be the end of the fourth annual halloween screamathon so the music you listen to right now that is flip the combined effort flip in the cd anywhere you can find them Studio Pieces, thank you so much for the artwork. So with that, we will see you tomorrow with the review for Terrifier 2. Okay, bye guys. Spooky.